opinions unqualified. Uh, very happy to be here today, Sammy. How are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you doing? Very good. Um, I have to say, our guest today has gone to the top of my list very, very quickly. Um, yeah, he's, uh, I think, is this the first, um, first uh, guest that's brought in a gift? Yeah, first one ever. And he's bought a bottle of wine, and I love wine. It's Monday, last week of school, which is last week of work, nearly Christmas. So, in my uh, opinion, best guest ever. Okay, I'm happy to take hey. calls from the other guests. <laughs> and we'll have you back on if you bring us, bring us good. So, uh, yeah, so I'm not with, uh, without any further ado. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks, boys. Happy to be here. Um, very happy to, to have you. Um, probably the most exciting thing that I, uh, I saw uh, when you first come in was you lying on the floor um, after a big night on Saturday because <laughs> you're moving, moving town. Um, I've just got a quick question for, for oh, the Sean Turn. Sean Turn's here as well. Hey, Sean. Hey, guys. How are we doing? Yeah. Um, have any of you guys ever fallen asleep, passed out with your hand on a dog? Hey, you careful here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not on a dog, no. <laughs> Other things, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> how, long we'll were, that. how long were you sleeping with your hand on, that, on your pup? Oh, I, well, I, was tra- I was talking about with Nikita. I was like, how long was it till I came to bed? And I was at least, least an hour or two. I'd, I was patting the dog, and then next thing you know, she's taken a picture and just gone to bed, left me on the floor. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's always a good night when yeah. you, you wake up on the floor. <laughs> I think the funniest photo I have of me passed out is like holding a melting ice cream in my hand as I'm just passed out. That was a pretty good one, too. Yeah. Like yeah, what is actually the uh, weirdest uh, photo you've ever had of you, Sam? Because that, that's a, the one of Chris is quite interesting. Um, oh, I got a good photo with um, with Chris actually. I think from my it might have been my 18th or my no, it would have been my 21st if it was Chris. It would have been my 21st where um, Chris is all happy, uh, good smile, and I'm there with my sailor's cap on, um, asleep on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, if I remember rightly, we, you just spent about, uh, I don't know, half an hour, 40 minutes yelling in my ear how you give me a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that, that's, I think that's when you um, you're freshly over here, I think. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't long after. Um, and we did have an incident also at your household um, where I did call out you and your, your future wife as well saying that I'd give you buckets. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, was, that was the very first <laughs> night I think I was in, <laughs> in Perth. <laughs> Gotta let him know early. Yeah. Sean turn, photo, weird one. Other than the ice cream one. No, it's probably the yeah. best one I've got to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had had one more classic. I was at a country music festival, and uh, at some point it started circulating. There was a, a picture of me just sleeping on the bonnet of a car, just head back in the sun. And then, uh, yeah, I just came across it a couple of weeks later. I was like, oh, I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> I really it was like a good nap. I, I think I must have been around, because back when I was yeah, young, oh. like you had to have like actual cameras and get the film like development stuff. It was mm. before the digital age. So I don't think there's many of me actually in those sorts of situations, thankfully. <laughs> How good was that, though? Because like, you would never have had the problem of being like, oh, no, someone's going to like take a photo of this. Because like, these days, like when you go out, Especially, you know, when you, like, you've, you've had a larger night and you just like, you just know that there was someone sitting there with a phone recording this or taking pictures mm. of this and like, I don't know, it gets a bit annoying sometimes. Yeah, I, I think, I think technology has changed a, a lot of things um, and it's particularly the way you can behave in, in public. I remember going on trips um, years and years ago with the boys and it, like, honestly, you could do anything. It did, did not matter. Not that I ever did anything outlandish anyway, but... 
you know, I had friends that were just completely insane. Uh, no, no, no evidence. Like it was just, just mad weekends. No evidence at all. Whereas now everyone's got a phone. So if you act out, you, you probably, it's probably likely you're going to be on social media. Um, but obviously the benefits of that is when you're with your mates, you can quickly take, if they're doing something, <laughs> you, you can take a little snap and you can hold them to ransom. <laughs> yeah. who, who do you reckon be some of the top blokes of all time? I guess celebrity wise that, uh, you would think back and say, oh, they'd be like, oh, I'm glad there was not phones around in my time. Oh, Dennis Rodman, man. Like, yeah. imagine, oh, easy. imagine the things that he would have got up to just in public and yeah. just could not have got away with it. Charlie Sheen would be oh, another one. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah, I reckon that would be insane. Uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, he's still doing it now. Yeah, no, no, cameras yeah, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. so, yeah. And he's the one posting it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, on his Twitter account. I reckon Warney would have been one of those one of those big ones as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now imagine the the, the the Australian cricket team back when they were just dominating the world, just some of the things they would have got. But they were superstars. Like it was like there was no one that touched them in our country anyway. And then they go to India and it's like one of the biggest populations in the world and they're rock stars. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's insane. Anyway, um, Sam, you had uh, something interesting happening on the weekend, so which has begged me to, to, to sort of ask: um, Does Sam have a, f- a face that you want to punch? <laughs> <laughs> so what happened, mate? Oh, not much, but um, just the typical male testosterone um, on a night out sometimes can be be raging very high. Um, me, I, I'm a very laid-back person, as most people know, and I'm uh, always having a good time. But, um, yeah, other people seem to have high testosterone rates and um, just the need to um, release it, I guess. I don't know. So take us, take us on just like a, a, a little audio journey of what, what happened here, Sammy. <laughs> um, well, I was talking to someone, um, and someone tried to be up in the business. Yep. And then I said, do you know any of these people? Mm-hmm. And then he said, no. So then I said, so why is it a problem to you? Yep. And then I kind of left it at that because I was like, that's enough for me. Of um, Well, I'm proud, proud of you for doing that. Um, my question in the end, so obviously it's a joke. No one wants to hit Sam. He's beautiful. Um, <laughs> but what do you think, like say you're out in, in public and it is, it is a thing that young male, males have to deal with regularly, particularly if... I guess if you're, you're, you're highly sociable, so you're active and you're out and people notice you when you're out, or if you're an attractive guy, so the Sean Turn must get this all the time, um, but people tend, tend <laughs> in, in environments where there's obviously alcohol involved, what do you think forces people to act like a little aggressive to, towards random strangers? Like this guy didn't know you at all, hey sir? No. So what do you guys reckon? Like for me, I just think it's an interesting topic for, for people to talk, because I know I've been out in public before um, and had people come up to me that I didn't know for no no reason at all, just wanting to start something. Yeah, I reckon it just comes down to yeah, you know, people have just got that, or there's a gene in you or whatever it is. But once you start drinking, it just brings out that aggressiveness. I mean, other people, uh, if you get close to me, I'm probably going to hug you and kiss you. But you know, some people go the other way. So yeah, I just I think it's probably uh, got more to do with that because I mean, you probably come across a few guys that are like that just mm. regularly, but majority of those guys are going to do that on a Saturday night they're not going to be like that off the drink yeah mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to take a jab here and assume that maybe this bloke was trying to talk to the same people Sam was trying to talk to and maybe his night wasn't going so well so he was kind of having a night where he's striking out and then 
being drunk, uh, just his emotions get amplified and then he decides to just take out his anger on someone else. Mm. That's kind of what I was thinking with that one. Tall poppy syndrome? That, yeah. You know they call that one? Yeah, I think uh, that's, yeah. A, that's a real mm. thing too, man. Like, yeah. yeah uh, tall poppy syndrome. I don't think it sort of relates to this particular situation. Is I would call it that, yeah, you never, you never know. Yeah, no, I think tall, 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 tall poppy syndrome is when, say you vote, you always go for the underdog. Like, oh, so Auss- oh. Aussies always go for the underdog. Yeah. So, say Geelong when Geelong were terrible everyone liked Geelong, Geelong and then Geelong wins three premierships in four years and then everyone hates Geelong because they're at the top of the right, pile yeah, like, so that's pretty much the, the, the concept there yeah. but I think maybe little man maybe maybe sort of, Sammy was walking around the club like he was uh, peacocking he, he, yeah, he, he's spreading his wings <laughs> and he, out there. <laughs> he's, look, he's looking like the big dog <laughs> and he didn't like what he saw well what I've, I've seen in, in public is when Sam decides to get on that dance floor <laughs> I'm telling you there's not many better so <laughs> and I heard that you, you own the dance floor on Saturday night so yeah well I mean Couple Long Island iced teas. Um, always, always get me in a good mood. So yeah. yeah. All right. So there's two people in your life that we all love. All right. That's Tezza and Muka. Yeah, we we love them. We think they're fantastic people and being your parents. And one of the best things about them is that they're allowing you, as a mid twenties person, to live under their roof and pretty much, you know develop your your education and that at, and, and and not have to pay rent and things i don't know if you do you pay rent no so he doesn't pay any rent <laughs> so they're looking after your best interests, trying to help you develop as as a man now one of the other interesting things about your weekend is that you've been fortunate enough and that's what you have a part you have a pod bro this, this come out. we All talk right. about these yeah, things that's it so you have you have, you've been lucky enough to, to get some female company <laughs> And she's asked, "Do you live with your parents?" <laughs> so Sam's getting up now. <laughs> and anyway, so my question is: <laughs> when, Thanks, when, Tess. Thanks, Muka. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you live with your parents, does that make it harder? When you do you happen to pick up Sammy? No. The greatest part is. The initial lie, and then on the taxi on the way home. <laughs> Sam, we've got like a listenership of 12, man. I don't think you have to worry about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he's gone. He's gone. All right, so we're going to answer it for you. Sean, too, what, are your, what are your thoughts on this subject about... Being young, staying at home because it's the right thing for you at that point in time and trying to, to build relationships, I guess. Oh, so 100% support it. Like, a lot of people tend to rush out and move out of home as quickly as they can. So if you, can, if you are lucky enough to have parents that are willing to support you and help you further education without putting the stress of having to pay rent and stuff like that, then that's obviously big positive. Yeah. Um, even my parents helped me with that for quite a while before I moved out. So... That was awesome. Kudos to them. Thanks, Patty, and thanks, Chris. Um, um, so you, you you don't live at home? Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to get out for this reason, actually. Um, <laughs> because when you do like bring home a girl or want to bring home a girl, even just to hang out, it kind of feels a little bit awkward because, I don't know, I always felt like I'm kind of being watched in that a little bit. So I prefer just to have my own personal private space. So me being able to move out and have my own area without people wondering what i'm doing is a big plus for me yeah, yeah. yeah. even on the first couple of dates if you just want to 
cook dinner or something. Exactly. If you want to do it at home, like then it's also meet the parents. Exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little step and a big step. It's at the too same soon. Time. <laughs> it's too soon. Yeah. Well, I reckon. I, I honestly think. I honestly think that you could get your mum to cook. And then you tell them to leave, and then it makes it look like you made this amazing home cooked meal. I think that's a win, right there. Sam thoughts? <laughs> He's pretty much got up and left. So, um, the one other thing as well, I think this really, really important to, to note though is that it allows you some financial freedom to set yourself up. Because I moved out of home at sixteen, um, so finished high school. Oh, it was a late birthday, so pretty much as soon as I finished at 16, I, I left home and financially had to pay rent, um, you know, had to sort out my own food, had to pay for my own fuel, you know, had to do my own licensing, all of that sort of stuff that grown-ups have to do as a 16-year-old. And I feel like that's probably negatively impacted my financial position from an early age. Mm-hmm. So I think if a parent can um, nurture you for a little bit longer, give you a place to live and not, not charge you, and you're, you're responsible like Sam is and you save and you put money aside so you can set yourself up, um, you're set up so much better for the future than someone, say, that gets out too early. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like you look back and you're like, well, if I did it slightly differently, would I be in a different position now? And I feel like you know having parents that can help you and guide you in that is probably more a good thing than a negative thing you know, anyway. Um, and you're not if if you're in a situation where you're starting to see someone you and you're not paying rent, you've got money to sort of get a hotel or do other things anyway. If you want to spend some personal time with someone, I feel. Um, or my advice to all young men, particularly, is never take them back to your house anyway, because then they know where you live. So, yeah, mm. do you want to avoid that if you can. Great, great advice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Particularly the first time. So, yeah. But I just say again, Sam. Sam, a little bit annoyed with me right now <laughs> but you know i think you know i think there's some there's, the, the positives outweigh the negatives um if it's if you're using it in the right way you know to set yourself up so i definitely wish that uh at the age of 30 i'd had the same knowledge and even just like i guess desire to want to know about finances money and all everything goes along with it and more of thinking towards the future through my 20s as i once i got to 30 i was like oh man wish i'd had the same mindset when I was a bit younger, yeah. definitely uh, being the same thing, being out of home early, going to college, and yeah, never really kind of uh, dawned on me until later. So yeah, that early guidance would be awesome. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I think for one negative where you might have to say to a girl, I, I live with my parents, there's so much more benefits. Um, oh, definitely. There. Yeah, in, yeah, in my opinion. you know, So it's not something I'd ever be embarrassed about or anything. I'd be like, you know, I'm setting myself up. Yeah. Um, Sam doesn't want to contribute to that one, so we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, do you drink red wine? Um, sometimes, every once in a while. The, the reason we're obviously talking about red wine tonight is because Chris, our superstar guest, has bought in a bottle. Now, there's yeah. always conversations about, particularly now, um, about is red wine in Western Australia as good as, say, Victoria or South Australia? of Barossa, Barossa yeah. wine Barossa wine is is the go and, yeah. and you know why I brought it in too is because I'm a big Joe Rogan fan so every time someone goes on his show they, t- they take, a, take some sort of gift in I was like oh, what am I going to take for a gift tonight I thought this is the last time I'm going to see these boys before I head back to Adelaide to the Barossa wine country so I thought um, yeah I thought what a, what a good way to have a bit of a send off here enjoy uh, some of Barossa's best drops yeah no I agree and it's uh, it is fantastic um if you drink red wine, you usually drink either Shiraz or a Merlot. Like they're probably the two 
sort of extremes. Um, and obviously, there's different blends. But if you had to, you had to pick between a Merlot and a Shiraz, what are you picking, Chris? Uh, probably going the Shiraz. Shiraz? Yeah. Yep. What about you, Sean, too? I'm a Merlot guy. Merlot guy. Yep. I, I can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My knowledge isn't that deep. I'm a whatever the uh, whatever the guest has brought in is. All right. See, I'm definitely a Shiraz guy as well. I think as you get older, you start to sort of appreciate the harsher sort of taste of a, a Shiraz. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm probably not Shiraz. I, my experience with wines are a little bit lesser. I guess yeah, you yeah. could say. Yeah. This is beautiful, this stuff right here. This is this probably is... the best red wine I've tasted, to be honest. Ah, awesome, man. Glad, yeah. I, glad I could do that for you. You set the bar high now. Though. Yeah. That's it, yes. yeah. I want someone to bring in Rocky Road. <laughs> that's, that's you know you need to get in for that Diane Ironmonger. <laughs> Donna Ironmonger, she uh, makes the best Rocky Road I've ever come across. Oh, really? That that is instead of the, um, the cherries, she cuts up uh, Alan's snakes, sticks them in there. Oh, great Unre- touch. Unreal. Yeah, no, that sounds insane. Yeah, yeah. I said Rocky Road because we had a, uh, a work function the other day, and like a morning tea. That's probably the best thing about education. You have morning. The teas. morning teas every week are phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, so you have morning tea, and uh, yeah, someone made some homemade Rocky Road, and it was just yeah phenomenal. So yeah, I'm, I'm on that Rocky Road train at the moment. And who doesn't like mar- uh, marshmallow? That's I'm it. actually not the biggest fan of a marshmallow. I'm going to put it out there. Really? Yeah, I am. Um, I'll eat them if they're there, but I'm not really like... I'd never buy a bag of marshmallows. I don't think they're great by themselves. They've either got to be mm. cooked on the campfire or mixed in with something else, but just a, a room temperature marshmallow is not my favourite. <laughs> yeah, campfire marshmallow is a whole different ball game, isn't it? Oh, it is, yeah. Or yeah. s'mores. Yeah, see, s'mores, s'mores is a bit is, too much, though. Yeah, that's an American thing. Isn't yeah. it covered in something or... Is it just a big marshmallow? It's got it's got like the graham crackers and the Hershey's, and then you melt it all together with the marshmallow. Comes like a sandwich. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. that actually sounds really good. It's not. It's, it's not. Good. I like it. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How many? You, you couldn't have many of them though. It sounds quite. No, I think oh. I used to have like maybe three. Okay, that's probably a bit <laughs> too much. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really have many. I had three. <laughs> yeah, three. Yeah. They're not small either. You know, they're, they're no. good size. Yeah, they're quite hefty. Yep. All right, so. Thank you for the wine. Really appreciate no, no problem, it. Um, I think that's something we should uh, we should partake in a little bit more regularly. Um, I've got a bit of an issue at the moment. so And I haven't spoken about it on the pod because I'm like, you know what, it's going to get fixed. Uh, but it's three weeks now and pretty much the story is the council's done some work in my street. So they've been recurbing. My driveway is paved. So what they've had to do is rip up the front of the driveway to put the new curbing in um, you know, and they've gone down the, the whole street. Yeah, they ripped up my driveway, and they haven't replaced the pavers. So there's a big gap between where the the driveway sort of starts, or when where the, where the concrete finishes, and where the uh, the pavers start. And uh, it's not something you can drive over. If someone drives over that, it's going to create more damage, or it's going to damage the car as you go through. So we've made a couple of phone calls, and we still don't know what's going on after after three weeks. Do you think it's acceptable for a council? To rip up your driveway and then just leave it demolished for three weeks. No, I was actually, um, I was thinking about today driving here. I was like, you know what, I reckon I'll be able to drive up the, uh, the driveway today. And then when I got here, I was like, damn, they really still haven't done it yet. Well, that's pretty, um, pretty bad. Yeah, I just, it, just it's frustrating. You, yeah, and we're driving over the grass now. And the damage that it's doing to the grass and just the how uneven the, 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 the lawn's becoming is, 
is a little bit pissed off. So, what are you guys' thoughts on on this? If you have have you experienced any experienced any other sort of issues where someone's done half done a job and they've just they've just left it? I think that's probably a good story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not really. But I do have a mate that's a, a city planner for the council, and um, I do know that the pace at which things move along. Like people put in an application for 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 something or other, and he'll wait. And if someone did this to me the other day and it gave me the absolute... You know, swear any? Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> gave, me, gave me the shits. But I put an application in trying to find out whether a business could go somewhere. And um, anyway, they leave it all week until Friday at 4.30. They finally reply to me. And, I, and the only reason I knew this is because my mate tells me he does it. He's like, I can't be bothered working with this application. So what I have to do is I wait till 4.30 and then I send out an email saying I need something, extra, extra information. So then he's like, then it's been actioned and now I don't have to do it till next week. And that's what these people did to me. Astoosh me. They waited till Friday afternoon. They sent me a message saying, oh, we need a bit extra information. You could have seen it on Google Maps. It would have been hard to look. I just went and screenshot it and sent it straight back to them. Nothing till next week. That's, yeah. that's the rate at which the council works. <laughs> tactical, very tactical. So if you, if you call them, expect a call 4.30. Friday. Uh, yeah, uh, how many bricks were there? Oh, sorry. <laughs> hang up that's a next week problem yeah. 4.29 and 30 seconds yeah. 30 second phone call right on yeah. 4.30 bang yep done yeah. done well, actioned see you next week yeah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Sam you had any experiences no or, or actually I, I'm pretty sure our shed when we were building the shed um, had a bit of problems I think because it was an eyesore yep. for the road Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, that shed's beautiful. It is. And the times that it's had. It's probably the greatest shed in Perth. Yeah. I'll still give it that man will over mine at the moment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think we had a bit of, you know, it took a while to get that um, all approved and whatnot. I think getting anything approved through councils, you have to jump through hoops, so. Yeah. Like, it's just... When, yeah. it, when has anyone ever said to you, oh, I had the greatest experience with the council this week, they were lovely, they were, they were on time, they were... Do you know what happens? <laughs> Never. Actually, Chris, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, here we go. No, 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 I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I'm, I'm a little frustrated about that, but you know, you can't have everything, can you? So, uh, Sammy. Um, so, as everyone knows, we had we had a lovely guest last week that was a, an aeronautical engineer, and um, I do the typing for when I uh, type up the little the little um, spiel. Yeah, for for our Spotify and whatever else it goes on to, and um, it came up to the thing that I had to spell uh, aeroplane or airplane, um, and I had a little bit of a dilemma in my my, my head, and then I, um, I I googled it and I've come to a conclusion um, on how how you're supposed to spell it, um, but it'll be interesting to see what uh, everyone's thoughts are here since we're all highly intelligent. Mm. I might go last on this one. Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind is the aeroplane jelly commercial. So for me, I, I was a little kid. I love aeroplane jelly. Aeroplane jelly's for me. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to sing it. A horrible voice. I Nixie, like you got a, you got a voice. I like it for tea. Aeroplane jelly for... A good recipe? Something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, so that's always been aero, aeroplane for me. You should learn that on the uke. Yeah, I should. Yeah. I should. Mm. You won't put that as one of your next YouTube songs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've only done originals at this point, but yeah, yeah might as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to say it should be aero, as in like A E R O, but for some reason I feel like I've been spelling it air, like airplane. Yeah. I don't know why, but 
It is I feel like they've been playing. I don't know. Like I'm not sure which one's correct to be honest. I feel. Can like you I've spell been... it with voice? Did you say that? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't it's... know. I think I think Sam's gonna get into that, but I think I spell it airplane, but I feel like it's meant to be aeroplane. Yeah, yeah. I I call them aircraft. Yeah. So I, yeah. So yeah. aircraft. So like when we're talking about equipment in the air, so when you're working for an airline, the aircraft. Um, you know, but I guess people call them planes. Like you just say, I'm getting on the plane. I because I when Sam brought it in, I'm like, I don't really say airplane or aeroplane. I say plane. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so know. yeah. So if I'm not, I'm interested. I reckon I'm going to go with just for this particular question, like aeroplane, a a e r o plane. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. aeroplane. Yeah, I've, I've heard people say to me, "I'm getting on the airplane." I think that sounds weird. Man. Why you say it like that? Yeah. That's, it just sounds weird. See, I think this is where I get because I'm pretty sure I say airplane. Hmm. Well, I'm getting on the airplane. It's a bit weird. Um, <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I um I googled it and whatnot, and I think I've come to the conclusion because it, uh, it's it's all a bit muddled and whatnot. But I think airplane is like the American way of doing ah, it. Ah, yes. That explains um, a lot. And then aeroplane is like the UK yeah. um, thing. So it's a bit of a toss and turn, but aeroplane, I think, is the uh, the correct spelling for us. Okay. All right, so we're going with aeroplane. Mm. Let's uh, throw it out there. What do people say? Is it airplane or aeroplane? Let's do a poll, short yeah. term. Okay. Airplane versus aeroplane and see what comes in. And then from this point on, for the rest of my life, I am going to refer to it as whatever one wins. Yeah, yeah that's it. Airplane or airplane. Yeah, it reminds me of that movie though, because that, that movie, uh, it's a famous movie called Airplane, and it's American. Yeah, and it's spelled oh, like, airplane, yeah. like airplane. Like the same dude yeah. from, is it Naked Gun and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah and it's spelled A-I-R, plane. Yeah. yeah. So not aeroplane, yeah. Um, and then you always think of the new Snoop Dogg one, was it Sky High? Oh, Sky High. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, anyway. Um, were the Wright brothers Irish? Uh, were they? I don't know. You're the, you're the, uh, you're the historical <laughs> genius over here bringing up uh, yeah. claims to fame. Yeah, uh, so anyway, the Wright brothers may or may not have been Irish, but we like Irish. Yeah, well, just um, from experience, yeah. okay. um, they seem to They seem to be all right. They mm. seem to be an all right bunch of people. When you like came in and you started talking about your experience with this Irish person, you just can't help but smile. Yeah. And this is, I think, this is a good news story. You know, there's not enough good news in the yeah, world. We, yeah, we do bring that yeah. up quite often. Yeah, yeah. This is a good news story. So I'd love for you to share your experiences with the world. Yeah. Anyway, so I was at work. Um, that's what I do. A bit of a bit of um, support stuff, and we're, we're having a drink after a, a lovely game of tennis. Um, and we were down down at uh, Iron Fit, and um, this dude um, obviously started talking to this bunch of girls um, there that go. They must all go to the gym, community aspect, all that stuff. Um, and then after like twenty minutes or whatever, like we weren't part of this conversation or anything like that. But then he said said goodbye to the people, and then as he walked past our table, he's like, "See you later, lads." And then continued on to say goodbye to another few people, and then was on his way. But like it was just. Uh, it was pretty like nice thing, you know. Like it's not not something that's like out of the way, but not many people just say goodbye yeah. when they haven't speak like spoken to you. Yeah, I, I think people are so concerned about what other people are going to do if you talk to them. Like 
And we've spoken about this before. Like just saying hi to people or smiling to someone makes the world a, a difference. And I think saying uh, mm-hmm. "see you later, lads" is is actually pretty cool. Like, what do you reckon, Chris? Yeah, well, I just think about even sometimes when you're having a conversation with someone, and then you might be happy, laughing, smiling, and by having that expression or feeling as you turn and you walk and you lock eyes with somebody who wasn't a part of that conversation, and then all of a sudden, hey, get out, mate. And you, just get, and you just keep walking. It's like, I don't know why I said that, but I was just in the kind of mood to, to, to say hi to someone as I walked past. But yeah, maybe maybe he, just, he was so happy from that conversation with the with the group of ladies that he uh, locked eyes with you. And he said, oh, get out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> See you, mate. Yeah. See you, lads. Yeah, what's your best Irish accent? <laughs> Yeah, I guess well, we have to think of something Irish to say. Sean turned no, something Irish to nah, say. he said, see you later, lads. Oh. So you've got to say right. an Irish accent. All right. See you later, lads. No, that's not very good. Nah. Chris? All right, see you later, lads. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, lads. Sean? Sure. Hey, see you later, lads. Hey, that is not bad. <laughs> All right, Sally? See you later, lads. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, I, I, prob- mean, I, I probably should be better. He said it, he said it to me. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, see you later, lads. Anyway. Um, you know, well, it, I, it happens part of the country country versus living in the city kind of thing or, mm. or being on holiday as well. Yeah. You go on a holiday, everyone's saying hi to each other. Oh, man, this place not so nice. Everyone's, everyone's great. Then as soon as you step back into the city, just walk past, head down. Don't say hi to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I, I agree. I make it a habit to say hi to people as I walk past them. Hi, Nixie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do. Like, I go, go, I nod my head. I say, "Hi, how are you?" Yeah, I've even said to random people, "Hope you're having a good day." <laughs> That's an ass awesome one. Yeah, like, hey, hope you're having a good day. Like, as you yeah. walk past. Yeah, but I think if someone looks at you, you I, th- I think you're forced to say something. I think if you look, if you lock eyes, it becomes super awkward. If you it's all, yeah, you got to say something. Yeah, yeah. Like, is it, is a, a challenge hey. for your listeners. If anybody locks eyes with anybody this week, don't look down and walk away. <laughs> say good day, say see you later, have a great day. Yeah, let's yeah. 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 Let's spread let's start spreading happiness in this world. Yeah. yeah. I think that's I think that's the go. Um this doesn't happen often, Sam. What doesn't happen often? T- Terry gives us things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, um dark beer versus light beer and beer prices. Yeah, I, that's it, what yeah. What's your thoughts? I know that I've given you a little background information, but from that information, what do you reckon it's about? Well, if I if I heard dark beer versus light beer, I would automatically be thinking about taste and viscosity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd be thinking about. That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris. We do love it. We do love that word. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Like, if someone said, oh, "What dark beer versus light beer?" Oh, just, just in my mind, just goes to easy drinking versus uh, having a sip for a good taste. Mm. Mm. Not that all beer doesn't taste great, but um, yeah, I just think light beer to me is like I could drink See, twelve I, of those. I disagree. I love beer. I think I'm like everyone here knows I love beer. I don't think all beer tastes great though. I think there's some beers that are just like, oh, man, I can't drink it, even if it's like yeah. a really hot day. I'm with you on that. A, well, as you know, I'm not very much of a beer drinker, so there's definitely um, a few beers that I, I'm like, I can't even drink this kind of. Yeah, I'm struggling to think of one. But yeah. I know that there's a beer I've had before. I was like, like you know, the real, real light, light beers that are watery. Mm. Don't really like. What's the point of drinking those? Natural light. Yeah, it's the old, the old, the old college 
twelve dollars for a thirty pack natty light. Mm. Might have been less than that. It was beautiful though, wasn't it? But the price was beautiful. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, see, I, I think my beer is what I would drink, kind of like Chris said, if I'm drinking multiple or a lot. But I would only ever finish with a dark beer. So like if I'm out to dinner and I'm at a bar with like some friends or whatever, like I might have a few pints of light beer. And then if I go, all right, I'm only having one more, then I can finish with a dark beer, like a Guinness or something. Oh, really? I'm the yeah. opposite. I'll so start with a dark beer because it's like a meal. Mm. It's a little thicker like, and it's just like more full of flavor usually. And then I'll shift on to a lighter beer. But I'm a 150 lashes drinker, which for a lighter beer is pretty full flavored anyway. Yeah. So a lot of my mates will have two or three of those and go, oh, that's enough. Whereas I'll knock back 24. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we sort of, what was it about, Sammy? Well, see, I thought when he said it, I thought, so I asked him, I said, oh, is it about like the, the alcohol percentage? You know, like dark beers versus light beers. And he goes, nah, why are dark beers more expensive than light beers? Um, and then, sorry for calling calling you out, but um, first thing I search on, uh, he said, I think it was Cooper's um, Dark Ale or something like that. Um, and I searched it, and I was like, the, the, the dark beer is cheaper than like the other beer. Mm. And then that was the end of that. But <laughs> And he asked where it was, but yeah. Um, so, I don't know if there's much conversation there, because I pretty much uh, debunked the myth in... Uh, 0.5 of a second but <laughs> well I think like if you're looking at it, Guinness is expensive yeah I think yeah. like the stouts but they're yeah. probably a bit more like full yeah yeah yeah. and I think Guinness for for its name it, obviously there's branding so you're paying mm. for branding I guess and Kilkenny well, he's obviously isn't as dark as a Guinness but that's quite expensive as well yeah. it might even be as, as expensive I think it is yeah as what, what Guinness is but you know but Guinness is one of those ones that I'll have say two Guinness, maybe max three pints. Like, no, that's that's enough now. I, I couldn't it's have any thick. more than that. Yeah, yeah. it's like having soup. Yeah, It's, it's not. Yeah. I like it. Like, I really enjoy it. Um, but again, most stouts aren't as fizzy. So you're not getting that, I guess, the traditional Australian beer experience because yep. you haven't got the same fizz. It's quite milky, I guess. So, so I'm, I'm going to throw this back to the Irish on that one. Yeah. Um, so a few of my good mates are actually from Ireland and live in... Wexford Island so Mikey and Luke you know if you're listening shout out to you guys um, so they'll go out and they will actually drink like 14 pints of Guinness and that's what they drink and have a good wow. time off how impressive is that when how thick Guinness is I don't know how they do it but like the Irish just seem to be able to do that for somehow that's yeah. pretty crazy to me yeah but they come out here they have two red cans and they're on the <laughs> 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 yeah so I guess yeah, what crazy. you grow up drinking, isn't it? Yeah. Man, I don't, I don't know what it, what it is, but when I was in America, Budweiser, when I come over here, West End, which is the Australian, uh, South Australian beer in the red can mm. and then the bush chooks, every single one of them, I don't know if this is just a red can thing, but if, I like drinking them, but I just have a whopping headache after drinking any one of those three mm. beers, mm. all red cans. Yeah. That's the can. It's got to be the red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> red cans versus other cans. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of toxins yeah. are those cans <laughs> producing? So it's got to be something that red. Yeah. All right, so we, we obviously we've gone uh, the Radelaide two weeks in a row. Is it two weeks or three weeks? Two. Two, two, two weeks. Yeah, two. yeah, two weeks yeah. in a row. So Radelaide. All right, if if we if we had three days in Radelaide, what do we do? Uh, we've got to go to the Bross Valley. That's that's a huge highlight. There's there's so many wineries and uh, just, just beautiful countryside out there. So... Um, 
just great to get it hire a car go on jump on a bus do a tour of that um there's a there's a place called Harndorf up in the hills that's okay it's really unique it's all this old stone buildings and it's known as a german town yep. and just german restaurants and um yeah unique that it's such a german based kind of attraction there but it's a whole town that's that's set like that awesome that's and cool. then um the last one um there's a crazy uh, horse set. no no <laughs> <laughs> it is across the road from the crazy horse though. um it's a uh, it's the only place in Adelaide that's, or one of the very few that's open past three a.m. So you always make the the, the mad rush there at two thirty. But um, the wool shed, it's got a uh, it's got a bull in there that you can ride. Um, so many rooms, but it's the uh, if there was a heart and soul of nightclubs in Adelaide, that is it. <laughs> and I feel like you haven't been out until you've been to the wool shed. <laughs> really? I've never been to the. I've been to Adelaide a couple of times. Never been to the wool shed. Yeah, it's, it's something you got to experience. All right. All right. If, uh, if something happens in the near future that could possibly end up in Adelaide, <laughs> yeah. my last night in Adelaide will be the bullshit. I'm telling you. I'm telling I'll see you that. There. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll be into that. So. Had us at the bull. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd, get, I'd end up breaking a patella or something <laughs> if I jumped on the bull. Yeah, so, but I'll definitely watch, uh, watch you on there, Chris. I'll enjoy that. Well, the, way, the way the basketball career is going, that'll be a season ender for me. <laughs> <jump on> that <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm going to ask, I'm going to need a stretch for 15 minutes and then uh, you're going to need a warm up. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get a roller out. Get a yeah, <laughs> roller. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Nikita before. Congratulations on your recent, recent engagement. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you. She works for Coke. She does. Yeah. So we won't say anything bad about Coke at all. But Sam's brought another interesting topic today, I really I feel. And I've got a question that leads into that. So um, we're talking about what we're talking about, Sam. Um, well, yeah, I was writing down topic ideas because I was like, probably need to add a, an, another one. And just popped into my mind, um, Coke versus Coke uh, Zero versus Diet Coke versus all the other stuff that they do. So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much, if I'm drinking Coke, I pretty much say I want Coke full strength. Yeah. So, you know, we go to the pub and get a bit. I want, I want the full strength Coke. What's the point of drinking? I just think, what's the point of drinking it? Unless you're going to drink, not the original, because the original had uh, elements in it that you're not, not allowed to have, have anymore. But, you know, the, I think I like Coke, just normal Coke. Go to this. And if you're having a soft drink and you're worried about the sugar level, you probably shouldn't be having soft drink. Is yeah. My, yeah. So, anyway, so can you, can you give us more insight as to... Why were your thoughts about behind all of this? Well, I've actually asked this question before, and it's uh, when they went from um, Coke Zero to Coke No Sugar, and I was like, what, "What's the change there? It's, you've just instead of having no sugar, you've got zero sugar and zero sugar and no sugar. I mean, it's, it's all the same thing, right?" And um, I think he said to me, "No, well, the, the Coke No Sugar is supposed to be the same way as uh, it's supposed to taste more like the original Coke than the Coke Coke Zero." And I was like, "Yeah." works in marketing yeah and um but it hasn't hasn't spread across the whole world so there's different elements of coca-cola that like uh i think in europe it's still coke zero and now yeah then they talk about um whether they're going to change it back or change it in change it across the board and it's yeah it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I work with somebody that works there it still doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah, i just i just, feel, just i reckon i actually think they'd make more money off water and like Powerade, because Coco owned yeah. Powerade, then they would offer the old Coke products. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like I see so many more people just buying bottled water than ever before. And I'd imagine that the profit margin on bottled water is more than would it be on 
from Coke. Well, I think um, Nikki made a good point to me that a lot of people, man, people are creatures of habit. So if someone's been drinking Diet Coke their whole life, they keep drinking Diet Coke and they don't want to change. It's the same thing with all the products is that like, once they get on one product, there's so many people out there that say, I've already drank, I've always drank this, so I'm going to keep drinking it. Mm. So that seems to be a big reason why things hang around. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a normal Coke person. Normal Coke or vanilla Coke. I like vanilla Coke. Yeah, I never got it's on It's too that. sweet. I like vanilla and I like Coke, but the combination for me, they just, yeah, it is quite sweet. It never really did it for me, but... I think vanilla Coke with maybe like a... Vodka goes well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Or a Kahlua or something in there. Or a vanilla vodka with regular Coke. Nah, but see, that's where... Mm. No, nah, you go <laughs> the vanilla Coke and then you just get the normal vodka. Better mix, trust me. Trust me. So that sort of got me thinking, when you, you asked that question, what I ended up writing now is, is what's too much? So you've got Coke, you've got Coke Zero, you've got Coke No Sugar... Like, when does a product become too much, if you know what I mean? And we can think about a few different things here. So, um, if we think about uh, maybe uh, movies, like yeah, franchise, like when up. does a franchise become too much? Like, the first thing that pops in my head is Fast and the Furious. Mm. Like, when does it get to a point where it's like a dead horse? Yeah, but once um, you bring Dwayne Johnson in, mate, it's uh, run it, run it, run it forever. <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm waiting for the next 15 Jumanji movies to come out. Because That'll never end now. When, yeah, I, when yeah. I saw The Rock single-handedly pull down the helicopter with with a chain of one arm in uh, Hobbs and Shaw, I was like, yeah, that could definitely happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hooked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so when does it become t- too <laughs> much? Classic. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess, like, with co- if they're selling the product, they're going to keep making the product. So I guess for like for us, like, when does it when does it come too much? Maybe some people asking that question about this podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, yeah, obviously, I think it's if they're they're selling it, they're selling it, and a, a company that big obviously probably has the the money to be able to try different things out and whatnot. It's like Fanta. How many different flavors does Fanta have? And when you travel the world, like there's, more, there's yeah. like another fifty-five of them. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's Coke as well, isn't it? Is it? Fanta, Fanta. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know, it's funny. There's there's the people that who, who don't like change, but then there's people like me who every single time a new flavor of chips comes out or a new flavor of drink, I'm like, oh yeah, it sounds great, and you taste it and every time. You, oh, I wish I hadn't eaten that or drank that. <laughs> but then they'll bring another flavor out, and I'll be right back again. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Nah, nah, it still wasn't good. So they just—that's why they all come and go so quickly. I reckon they were, yeah, we'll chuck this out for a couple of weeks for for all the dickheads that are going <laughs> to go ahead and try this again, and then we'll just take it back off because you know it's crap. Did so. you try the lamington chips? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? I'm not a fan. <laughs> How did I miss that one? <laughs> I tried them as well, and I was like, man, these actually taste like a lamington with like a chip inside. Oh, yeah, no. it, was like, it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't good at all. But they sold like the amount of Christmas because I think it was last Christmas they bought them out. The amount of Christmas parties I went to with them <laughs> to chips. Oh my lord! Yeah. So, Do you know what's yeah. quality right now? The spicy buffalo Doritos. I'm really enjoying them. I've had them a couple of times. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah. Spicy buffalo. Spicy like buffalo Doritos. They're very good. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to the salsas on the weekend because mm. you've tried them on the weekend. You spoke about them last week, so just a yeah, bit. spoken about them, tested them. Yep. Successful. Um, yeah, Sean Turn had a few as well. I think it's um, probably a similar opinion to mine that they're, they're quite quite handy mm. for a four pack for ten dollars. 
I'm actually yeah. surprised that you tried them, Sean, too, because you were so anti-Eldy last week. It was like, yeah, I'm not going to, yeah, but you tried them and you're happy? I'm surprised you're still on the podcast after saying that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sensitive spot. Um, yeah, no, the passion fruit ginger one, I was vibing with a lot. It was very, it was quite tasty. For like four pack for 10 bucks and it tasted that good. I was impressed. That's an interesting combination. It tasted basically like a slightly fruity ginger beer. Yeah, it's, okay. like, it's yeah. like a light ginger yeah. beer. Oh, that sounds good. It actually, it's a delicious. ginger beer at the moment. Yeah. Um, we pod 33 or 34? Uh, 34, I think. 34. I think, yeah. Right, so that leads me to the question. Shaq at LA, because he was 34, or an alternative Shaq somewhere else? It's gotta be better? it's gotta be young young Orlando Shaq when 32. you could just run just get the rebound and then just coast to coast. So thirty two Shaq over thirty four Shaq. Yeah, probably. Well, history probably says that it's the Lakers Shaq, isn't it? Well, he won more at the yeah, Lakers, but, but was he better at Orlando when he was taking the, the team? What do you think, Chris? Nah, I think he's more dominant at the at the Lakers, but I did enjoy seeing Boston and Phoenix Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I particularly remember Shaq just trying to prove himself with Boston that he was uh, all in, just diving on a ball into the crowd. Yeah, I did uh, see that. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> that killed someone. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Ended up with 15 people because he's so big in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I thought that was an interesting, uh, interesting question. We're there, Sammy? Yeah, um... Another one done. Thank you very much, Chris. I hope you have uh, had a good time on the pod. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for inviting me, guys. Um, Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. And uh, for future to guests, remember to bring a gift. That's it. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure now. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I'm certain that Sam's going to get me back at some point. I do want to say that <laughs> as, as well for, for today's topics. But uh, I think we, we, we hit that on the head in the end. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs>